All right. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Welcome to Open Source News. I am your host. My name is James BCP, Black Conservative Patriot. Big hug to all of y'all. Don't be confused or get it twisted with the name. Doesn't matter the color of your skin. Doesn't matter which of the two genders you are. But if you bleed those colors behind me on that brick wall, red, white, and blue, then you have come to the right place. Hit the subscribe button. That makes you part of the family officially. And make sure that you are subscribed. Very funny Democrat math happening here at YouTube. Uh, we are bleeding subscribers, though people, according to the analytics on the back office, people are clicking on our content even more than average when they are presented with our, you know, when you see our, my upload come up or suggested or next video or whatever, the likelihood of you clicking on it to watch my news report has gone up more than average, yet I'm losing subscribers at an alarming rate. Just make sure that you're still subscribed. It's always a constant battle against censorship and we sharing the truth and being America first and making America great again, again. Okay, folks, um, interesting story I saw here. I saw it reported uh, in a couple places. But Rod Stewart, BCP, James, why are you talking about Rod Stewart? Hold on a second here. Singer Rod Stewart has revealed an ambulance was called after his son, aged 11, turned blue and collapsed while watching a football match. He said he recalled his son, he didn't say exactly when this happened, but it was fairly recently, he recalled his son going blue and unconscious, uh, although the Hitmaker didn't share details of when the incident occurred. He confirmed an ambulance did attend. We thought my boy had a heart attack. Then later in the article, it says, oh, it turned out that it was just a panic attack. And then he says that another person fell down during uh, recently, another boy. He said he's been to tons of children's football matches, but has never seen uh, the appearance of ambulance until recently. By the way, uh, Rod Stewart is like 77 years old, has a bunch of children, from what I understand, his, his children are athletes and he goes to these games often. But all of a sudden, the last couple of years, he's had uh, incidents where ambulance go. I'm sure it was just a panic attack because children have panic attack all the time on the pitch and ambulances must be called in. Oh, I guess that's not true because Rod Stewart himself said he's never had to go through that in his years of being a uh, supportive parent at sporting events just recently. Nothing to see here, folks. Move along, move along. As I reported in our midnight show a few hours ago, Democrat Raphael Warnock has defeated Trump-backed Republican Herschel Walker in Georgia's Senate runoff battle. Nothing to see here, folks. That's totally legit that a red state that has elected a whole bunch of Republicans somehow loses the Senate seat so that the Democrats now control the Senate. When, you know, generally speaking, when a incumbent president during the midterms, they usually flip seats. That's not uncommon. I mean, the, the control usually flips, especially if that incumbent president, or not incumbent because he's not running again, but that current president... I guess technically still incumbent president, is unpopular. Joe Biden is in the 20s and 30s, and everything historically says that we should have had a red tsunami 
and a red wave and a flipping in the Senate and a tsunami in the House. We got a little bit of a, of a, of a majority in the House and the Senate went the other way. Gotta love that Democrat math. Gotta love that Democrat math. If I could take that Democrat math and bottle it up to solve all kinds of problems, uh, unpopular guys would marry supermodels. Business people would have record profits with no effort and bad products and no marketing. (laughs) That's Democrat math for you. Imagine if we could bottle this Democrat mojo, this Democrat math that makes it so that unlikely candidates win. Get 82 million, flip red states, even though they're grossly unpopular and everyone else is winning. I could ditch this YouTube channel, start a YouTube channel to to help all the uh, lonely, young, awkward young men say, hey, you don't have to have any effort in talking to girls. You can just sit in your basement and you can compete with a very popular, charismatic man and get all the supermodels. Making a comparison between what happened in 2020 and Democrat math and applying that to dating. You can be a deadbeat dad. You can be a dad who beats his kids. Doesn't matter with this new Democrat math product that I'm going to sell you, your children will still love and adore you. And when you're old and have dementia, they'll take care of you, even though you are a horrible father or mother. Democrat math. I'm, 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 I'm brewing this up, folks, and I'm going to sell this. And if you want a partnership in me, we're going to make millions. Put together a horrible movie with a whole bunch of wokeness in it, bad actors, bad production, everything, do no marketing and people will run out to see that movie because I'm going to have that Democrat math for Hollywood. I'm going to make billions. You really get what I'm trying to say, don't you? My brothers, my sisters, big hug to all of y'all. Please like, share, and subscribe. I guess, uh, by the way, Herschel Walker has conceded. I want you to believe in America and continue to believe in the Constitution and believe in our elected officials. Most of all, he said, I'm never going to stop fighting for Georgia. There's no excuses in life, and I'm not going to make any excuses now because we put up one heck of a fight. By the way, he made no mention of Warnock in the speech. I want to thank all of you as well, he told the crowd, because we've been through a tough journey, have we not? But the best thing I've ever done my whole life, my entire life, is to run for this Senate seat right here. Thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And also I'm going to acknowledge my wife, Julie, because... Giving, uh, first thing he came and he spoke, to, came to the mic, he gave recognition to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Merry Christmas. It is Christmas. Do not forget the reason for the season. Uh, nothing to see here, folks, by the way, since we're with uh, talking about Georgia. Immediately after doing this episode, I am going to go over to our other show, BCP Unfiltered, and I'm going to break down what's really going on in the 2022 midterm elections. You can guess where I'm going, but I can't mention it here. Just, you know, some coinkydink, some anomalies, some things that just don't make sense. But because it's the BCP Unfiltered show, I'm going to give you the news unfiltered 
without sarcasm and giving you the straight numbers and some crazy things that we've seen that just don't make any damn sense. How about this? Some election, uh, election issues remain in Fulton County, Georgia. By the way, this platform that uh, rigorously combs through everything I say, I am reading this as a report this morning from Natalia Middlestadt over at Just the News. This is what's happening. This is what happened yesterday and last night. I'm not saying there's anything amiss here. I'm just saying, hmm, isn't this interesting? Wow, isn't this interesting? Election issues remain in Fulton County, Georgia, as observers reported having difficulty seeing ballot duplication and political party observers are still not able to access every facility where ballots are received. There have been reports from observers that indicate there are still issues in the Fulton County elections. According to a report, overseas ballots aren't being properly tracked and verified as legitimate. Observers at the Fulton County Absentee Processing Center reported being unable to watch the ballot duplication, which is when a ballot is damaged and a poll worker must duplicate it and determine the voter's intent. Even though voters are five feet away, they are unable to witness ballot duplication because of how they are positioned in the room. Even though representatives from both political parties are supposed to be uh, able to witness ballot duplication, that doesn't appear to be what's happening. Justin News is being told. Uh, Republicans are not able to see what happens. Literally, nothing to see here. Move along, move along is what's being told to the observers. And they're actually positioning this stuff so that they're five feet away, but they're over the shoulder and can't see what the person is actually doing when they're duplicating the, the ballot. Everything is on the up and up, folks. Do not believe the fake news and the disinformation and the misinformation from the Trump people that are trying to make you doubt what's going on. Matter of fact, let's just ban all the people that don't go with the official narrative from a government that loves us. Remember, the government is altruistic. Remember, these people that run for office have no ulterior motive whatsoever. They do it all for the good of uh, of, of we American people, the American voter, and illegal aliens, and refugees, and criminal cartels. They have all of our best interests at heart. Why would you not trust someone who comes in and is broke and two years later is a multi-decamillionaire? It's all a coincidence, folks. The people in Washington, D.C., they love you. They love me. It is absolutely ridiculous to think that they would do anything to empower, enrich themselves, or stay in power and continue to enrich themselves uh, at a, uh, when it is contrary to what is best for us. Don't you know that these are noble people that are running for office in every single instance, especially when they're Democrats? And to doubt that we, the people, really want them in office is conspiracy, theorism, and it needs to stop. If you're new around here, look up the word sarcasm. Before 20, oh, here's here's the thing. Before 2020, all parties knew that people need to see how ballots are managed. The observation doesn't invade voter privacy because it's already uh, it's already record public record of who voted absentee or not. 
So that is what we're having going on now since 2020 in Georgia. Nothing to see here. Move along. Get on your way. Everything is perfect. All is well in America. Okay, we're getting some news that uh, I reported, and I think, uh, yes, Junior Rett reported as well. Check out our second YouTube channel. It's called the BCP Report. Junior Rett has started daily uh, reporting. Over there on the BCP Report, she just reports uh, the news. No commentary, even though sometimes, I don't know, maybe she's my daughter. She's a little snarky and can be a little, uh, her, her, the voice, her voice inflection uh, may be a little sarcastic, sardonic, biting, uh, a little ironic at times. I wonder where the hell she gets that from. I have no idea. <laughs> Big hug to all of y'all. Mrs. BCP was off mic, uh, was off, excuse me, off camera uh, yesterday when we did our midnight live show. We'll, we'll do those occasionally. It's fun to, to interact with, with the live that we did about uh, eight or nine hours ago from when I'm recording this. We truly are a family operation and we truly appreciate your support. You know, we're not a fa- uh, we're not a, a a family operation like the Bidens, where we're making money off of China and corrupt uh, Ukrainians, uh, and you know, doing all kinds of uh, thievery and, and 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 being in partner with with uh, with foreign forces that hate us uh, and want to control us. We're not that kind of family operation. That's why we'll never have 82 million people support us. By the way. Uh, got this thing from Spotify that broke down how we're doing on Spotify. This actually blew my mind. My other show, BCP Unfiltered, is on Spotify. It's also on Patreon and Locals. BCPExtras.com, TheRealBCP.com, or BCPPodcast.com. My Spotify podcast is listened to regularly, regularly, in 52 countries. Now, I'm a world traveler, but it would take me a while to even, maybe even, well, that's not true. I can name 52 countries. But that is just the power of the internet and and and, uh, and podcasting and YouTube and uh, online content. And that is why they're so feverishly, harshly trying to silence us. I feel blessed, folks, that I am still on this platform. If for some reason you cannot see me here, please at least bookmark bcpextras.com, therealbcp.com, and bcppodcast.com. I own those URLs, and they will always point to where I'm at currently. The URL for this, you might want to mark as well, is bcp.news. But looks like uh, Joe Biden, We we what I was saying was... Um, Juniorette had reported that Joe Biden is going to be waiting until during the week, uh, during the, excuse me, holidays, he's going to determine if he's going to run or not. Okay. It appears that he is already going to run something that was already even discussed with Emmanuel Macron, the president of France during his recent visit. Joe Biden participated in a toast to news of his 2024 re-election campaign on Wednesday after French President Emmanuel Macron learned that First Lady Jill Biden supported the idea. 
During a state dinner at the White House last week, Joe Biden told Macron that she and Joe Biden were absolutely ready for another run. According to the New York Times, which cited two people with knowledge of the discussion, Macron turned to Joe Biden and raised a toast to the president's 2024 campaign, in which Biden did the same. It's the latest sign. Uh, this is uh, Breitbart, Charlie uh, Spearing. Great, great. Uh, there's, there's some really, there's still some really good writers over at Breitbart, even though they they seem to be moving more toward like let's just. It's not the spirit of Andrew Breitbart, right? There's not the Tea Party folks over at Breitbart anymore. You want the old Breitbart? You gotta go to Steve Bannon uh, in his war room. Steve Bannon is a hero of mine. I gotta meet Steve Bannon here in the near future. I'm gonna make that. A, 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 I'm gonna move that up on my my goals list. But this is not the Breitbart we had with Andrew Breitbart, or after that with Steve Bannon. But there's still some great writers here. It's the latest sign that Biden, age 80, is not prepared to stand down for a new generation of Democrat leadership as he hinted during his 2020 presidential campaign. You know, the few times he actually campaigned in 2020. Why campaign when you got that mojo called Democrat math? Times, the most clear-cut choice in memory for person of the year is President Zelensky. But this is very interesting <laughs> Time, oh man, it must suck to be woke and to be so in and to try to be politically correct. Time magazine just announced it has chosen Ukrainian President Zelensky as person of the year for 2022, calling it an obvious choice in light of the head of state's ubiquity and his ability to, his ability to galvanize the world around his cause. Has Zelensky really galvanized his the world or has he galvanized the leaders of countries that are sucking the taxpayers dry of those particular countries to send money to be laundered through Ukraine. Oh, what are you talking about, James? Uh, FTX, 10% uh, of our weaponry actually making it to the front line, and Nigeria now announcing that a whole bunch of Western arms are supposed to that were uh, sent to Ukraine are somehow in the hands of African terrorists. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, but here's the weird thing. If you look at the cover, it says Person of the Year, Zelensky and the Spirit of Ukraine. So the Spirit of Ukraine is a Person of the Year? I don't understand that. It also says another Person of the Year was, this doesn't make any sense, was a, a, a Spanish chef. The Spirit of Ukraine, a nebulous concept that apparently includes Spanish celebrity chef Jose Andres, also earned recognition as 2022 Person of the Year. Nothing means anything anymore. Words mean nothing. Laws mean nothing. Oh, you want to talk about laws not meaning anything? Let's go west, young man. Go west, young man. Folks, this is the new James. I hope you realize this. I hope. Let, let me tell you right now. If you're watching this show, this is the new me for YouTube. We somehow lost 2020. We somehow lost 2022 big. We didn't get what we should have gotten in the House, slim majority. We didn't get Carrie Lake super popular in Arizona, that damn Democrat math. We just lost the Senate. I mean, Herschel Walker conceded. Nothing to see here. 2024, I'm going to report on the news. 
I'm going to fight for my country. But, you know, there's been some injustices that haven't been corrected. No one's been arrested. No one hasn't even been investigated. They haven't gone to court. There is something going through the Supreme Court from some brothers in Utah. I cover that on my other show. But by and large, nothing is happening. And for me, not to go crazy and to deliver the news to you in a way that's a little bit more uh, uh, palatable, given the garbage news I must feed you, because we have Republicans that work against us, that don't work for us, and we have an entire Marxist machine. The United States is now full-blown Marxist. That sounds kind of kind of onerous, James. Come on, BCP, it's not that bad. Until crooks go to jail, yes, it's that bad. Because there's no incentive for them not to continue their, continue their crimes. There's no real hope of things changing. Yes, I'm a Christian. I know how it ends. I read the good book. But we must fight for, uh, for our rights, not just a party, but for what party we want to govern us. And that just isn't happening now, is it? So this is a new me. We're going to have to deliver this news uh, with a little bit more, I wouldn't say levity, but perhaps with, uh, with a little bit more spunk and entertainment. Uh, I'm thinking one of my favorite songs as a child, A Spoonful of Sugar Helps the Medicine Go Down. Sorry, I cannot sing. My children have fabulous singing voices, but I have not been blessed with that. Soros-backed George Gascon, the district attorney of Los Angeles, has issued a policy directive. This is why I said, let's go west, young man, because now we're in California. He's issued a policy directive that helps criminal illegal aliens avoid deportation. So this is what we're getting from Fox News. According to the policy, which was obtained by Fox News, Alternatives to criminal convictions should be considered, such as avoiding charging for criminal enhancements, which can significantly increase one's prison sentence. That would turn an otherwise immigration-neutral offense into an immigration-damaging one. Oh my goodness. Boy, is George Soros and the America-destroying globalists getting their money's worth in L.A. L.A. is already an absolute s-hole. And we have the district attorney, we report on him because, folks, you understand what's happening in Los Angeles is what they're trying to do everywhere. That is the point. It's a cautionary tale. Seriously, pretty soon we're all going to have to move to Texas or Florida. I'm looking at Texas more strongly than Florida, I'll be honest with Mm y'all. I've got plenty of family, lots of family. I've got three sisters, a brother, and my father in Florida. But Texas seems to be the one that I think because of their history, their constitution is really going to be the place to be. But at the same time, they border Mexico. If there ever was a secession, they would have to deal with all of the United, the former United States of America Republic, which is now the Marxist states of America. And they'd have to contend with a big southern border, which they probably would defend a lot better than the federal government ever has. Florida would have some advantages uh, with, but then they have all those waterways to protect and they would need a Navy. I don't know. I don't know. What are your thoughts, folks? 
Right now, Texas is looking good to me. But man, Florida, I got family there already. I'm here in Utah, folks, but eventually I'll make my way south and east. The DA here literally is saying if people are convicted of crimes, do not convict them of a crime that would make them eligible for deportation. What are they trying to do here, folks? It is part of a plan. It's all by design to weaken the system, have us crime-ridden, and so worried, first of all, to destroy the middle class and the working poor. So we're all serfs for the elitists. How can you fight back against criminals in high places when you have to deal with criminals coming out your front door? And by the way, they want to take away your ability to defend yourself against said criminals. I got more news for you, folks. I'm not done. This is this is a news pack show. I, I was going to call it quits there, but no, let's let's keep going, folks. Speaking of this crime wave, the executive chief executive of Walmart said that the company may be forced to close down stores and or raise prices if a wave of shoplifting continues to plague the company. Shoplifting because in many places they are misdemeanors and not even being prosecuted. Walmart CEO Doug McMillan told CNBC Squawk Box that thefts at the company's stores are posing an issue that's higher than what it has historically been. Of course it has been, folks, because of the policies of people like Gascon. It's all by design. Things are expensive as it is with inflation. Now it's going even higher because of loss prevention is not preventing loss. That's a, the fancy term retailers use for stopping shoplifting and thievery. We've got safety measures, security measures that we put in place by store location. I think law, law enforcement being staffed and being a good partner is part of the equation, and that's normally how we approach it. Yet, the CEO argued that a lax approach from prosecutors could impact prices and lead to store closures down the line. If that's not corrected over time, prices will be higher and or stores will close. It's really a city by city, location by location. I just saw a, a, a video on uh, with, with my children yesterday, and we were looking at uh, we're looking at what's uh, going on, folks. One thing I do love about technology is we're living like in the day in the day and age where you can I can just so awesome, you know, that I got family all over the place. I can pick up the phone and, and talk to my niece. My cute four or five-year-old niece, little Kokosh, I go, hola, mi amor. And I'm able to talk to her and she see my face. And four-year-old going, pon la camera, tío, pon la camera, tío. Turn on the camera, right? Turn on the camera so she can see me. Hundreds and thousands of miles away. I can talk to my, my children aren't all going to school in the same states. So we can just pull up, uh, you know. Uh, and, and video, it's just a beautiful time to be alive as far as technology and being close to family. That's what technology was created for good. But of course, anything, there's something good. The evil, wicked people will use it as well. That's just the reality of life. Anyway, so we're online here sharing, uh, you know, my kids like to share with me, you know, uh, videos and then see my reaction or whatever. You know, they, they, uh, they, they, they instant message me or send me uh, uh, clips. But there was one where these people went to this Apple store. And just went in and started grabbing, grabbing stuff. All they just had was a little hoodie and a little, uh, you know, mask, you know, the virus, right? A little scarf covering their, their mouth. 
and they were just ransacking and the employees were holding back the people so that the thieves could do what they're doing. Now, I understand as a business owner, you don't want to put your employees at risk. Their lives are more important than property. And they didn't want the the customers to be in danger either. So literally, we're holding back. Customers want to do something. They were holding them back. Nope, just let them steal. So they know that they're going to not get any resistance, right? Now, if, if Apple if, if Apple were, owned, were a store owned by the local owner, he might take action because this is a hard work. But these are employees, and they're, they're not going to put their life on the line for a business. But the cops aren't doing anything as well. And I don't usually cover it here on this show, folks. But if you want, if you uh, a smash and grab, it's just this, welcome to 20, welcome to the twenty first century America. Lawlessness, lawlessness. They'll be making. If we don't correct this, this is going to be the new norm. If we do correct this, they're going to be making movies about this in the future about the lawless twenty twenties. Okay, former GOP representative Lee Zelton has decided not to run for RNC chair for now, but he's not supporting Ronna McDaniel. This is what uh, he tweeted out today, Lee Zeldin. RNC chair Ronna McDaniel should not run for a fourth term. I won't be running for RNC chair at this time with McDaniel's re-election pre-baked by design, but it doesn't mean that she should ever be even be running again. It's time the GOP elects new leadership. It's time for fresh blood. So Lee Zeldin knows that we're, it's all establishment, right? He won't be running for the chair. He knows that they already, uh, that it's pre-baked in that she's going to win again, even though they failed. They didn't fight back against all of the Democrat math. We also have, as reported by Junior Rat, make sure that you are following our other show, that it's almost, I guess, officially official or semi-official or almost official, official or official, official that Mike Lindell is going to run for that. It's not going to happen. He's going to run for it, but the establishment is not going to take him. No one that backed Trump's allegations in 2020 and have been key in discovery and financing and talking about what happened a couple years ago is ever going to be in RNC uh, leadership. That's just the truth, folks. I'll give you the truth with a smile because a spoonful of sugar... But that's the reality of the situation. I want to play this uh, to you. This is from former uh, former Congressman Doug Collins, who, due to Democrat math and rhino sabotage, is not this currently the senator of Georgia. Hear my words. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. Doug Collins is not currently the senator for Georgia not just because of Democrat math, but because of Republican sabotage. Do you think is going to happen? How has in-person person voting looked today? Read the tea leaves. Yeah, you certainly have to understand the rules. Closing shortly. What do you think is going to happen? How has in-person voting looked today? Read the tea leaves for me. Okay. I I don't know what happened here. I had this all teed up and Okay, here we go. This is against McCarthy again, against McCarthy again. What are your thoughts on this? I think we need to get it together. Oh, by the way, uh 
Andy Biggs is still running. they're commenting on this. I'm sorry, I was going to play the clip, but let me give you the context. Arizona GOP Representative Andy Biggs uh, mounted his second challenge in less than a month against House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy for GOP congressional leadership. So he, he he did his challenge among the Republicans, and the Republicans voted for Kevin McCarthy. Now that we have the majority, it's got to go to the entire House to pick the Speaker of the House. So Andy, uh, uh, Andy Biggs has mounted his second challenge First, it was for the party, and now, as as it's going into the general house, uh, vote for Speaker of the House leadership. This is uh, Doug Collins uh, talking about this. The speakership against McCarthy again. What are your thoughts on this? I think we need to get it together, and we need to get it together soon. Um, and this is is playing out. Look, I want to dispel some stuff. I know there's a lot of stuff coming out now saying, "Oh, if we keep doing this, the Democrats will have the speakership." No, they won't. Okay, let's just dispel that right now. But McCarthy's got to figure out a way out of this. McCarthy is the is the odds-on favorite because he does have the majority of the votes. All right, so he's on odds favorite. But Doug Collins is saying that there's infighting, right? There's the establishment versus MAGA versus America first. Not, it's not just about Trump, folks. You understand. By the way, we are a MAGA Trump train channel. Don't get that twisted. I keep saying that in every episode, and we keep losing subscribers because of it. I don't think it's because we're losing subscribers because of it. I think it's because I've drawn my line in the sand and this platform knows where I stand. That's why, folks, it's imperative if you enjoy and appreciate my reporting of the news that you check out our other show, BCP Unfiltered. Trust me. Those that go over there say, I'm so glad I'm, I'm, I'm part of this program because it's a breath of fresh air to hear me talk about certain topics that I'm a little bit uh, muzzled on here. That's why they're trying to quiet us, folks. It's not just that what makes our position so frustrating is it not just a fight against the Marxists and the Democrats. Those elements are within our own party and they are the establishment and have power within our party. We're, 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 like, we're like Germany in World War II. We're fighting a battle on two fronts as conservatives and Republicans. I am currently not registered Republican for full disclosure. Germany was getting their hiney handed to them by the Allies. And then on the other side, they had Russia breathing down their neck. That is a position that we're in. We know how World War II ended for Germany. And we don't want it to end here. So we've got to fight this battle on one front, win that one, and then put all our resources in the other one. Uh, Andy Biggs is providing an alternative for some. And there are just some who are not going to vote for him right now. And that's a real problem. So at a certain point in time, uh, McCarthy has to, to be either assured enough that he can do something uh, to gain a majority on the floor, which is... See, he's a majority on the floor. What about a third person coming in, like a Trump or a Doug Collins, someone who is not currently in the serving in the House? Because that, uh, that is allowed by the rules. You think that might uh, come into play? what he has to have, or there has to be a real determination of who, is there someone else who the the group who does not want to support McCarthy can rally around? Right now, that's not surfaced, and, and I'm, not a, I'm not a big believer that they can bring somebody from, it's a non-member uh, to be the speaker, although that is very much under the rules, you can. This is a family issue that's played on a while. Um, it, it- a family issue. No, it's not a family issue. 
real family, loves America, loves the Constitution, loves freedom, does not want Marxism. These people are not real family members. I don't know. Maybe that's a, maybe I'm wrong on that. Because I'm just thinking in, our, in my own family, there are people that are super left-leaning. And we are family. But this is a family that's created under ideology. So anyone who's not under the ideological umbrella of supporting Republicanism is not really a member or a family member of the Republican Party. So I think I'm right. It's not. I am right. It's not a family issue. It's an invasion. It's an intrusion. It is a, it's Trojan horsery. There I am making up words again. Good in the long run, but McCarthy has to figure out, you know, this plan. Anybody who is speaker, and that includes Kevin McCarthy, is going to have to deal with a razor thin majority. And Democrats under Pelosi had a four point majority, four member majority, but they all fall in line. They know who they'll give a pass to. They all fall in line. Republicans are a little bit more cantankerous, cantankerous. but we've got to figure this out. Thank you, sir. More a little more cantankerous. And that is the independent spirit and the challenge of trying to herd cats. All right, folks, gave you a lot of news. We've been here lengthy. Uh, I have other stuff to cover. We'll go there. We need a lot more time, which we'll do that in the next uh, episode, as well as all the breaking news that I'm currently tracking. Until then, ciao, goodbye, God bless. Hit like, share, and subscribe. And please check out Juniorette on our other YouTube channel, The Beast Be Report, and our other show. Links to everything are down below. Merry Christmas, ciao, goodbye, God bless. Your brother James signing off for the next eight to 10 hours.